guys, welcome back to the podcast. I'm your host, Vivian Rose. In today's episode, we're going to be talking about how to deal with anxiety and being sensitive as a teenage girl. So a lot of people go through this. I go through this myself. Like, I absolutely hate it. And I found ways to cope, you guys. And so I have to share them with you in case you're going through the same thing or if you're going through a lot of similar things to me. And I didn't record or upload a podcast episode last week, which you guys probably noticed. Oh my God, I cannot talk for a second, which you guys probably notice and I really do appreciate the sweet comments and DMs from you guys asking me where I was and if I was okay and everything so I really do appreciate that and I really do appreciate you guys caring about me and um, realizing I didn't upload a podcast episode so thank you so so much and yes I am okay I just had like a lot of doctor's appointments I had to go to um, nothing serious just checkups I have asthma if you didn't know I have asthma so I had to go to like for my asthma checkup to make sure my breathing is on track and everything like that so I was kind of busy um, and then also had to go out of town the other week so it was just it's just been so much going on lately I've been really overwhelmed lately so I feel like a great thing to do when you're overwhelmed is just to take a break from everything take a good read set and be able just to sit back let things fall into place and just be able to not get so far into burnout you know and so I really have just been so grateful for the things in my life and I cannot wait to tell you guys all the fun things I've been doing recently in my weekly recap let's get right into today's episode which is maybe I'm too emotional how to deal with anxiety and being sensitive as a teenage girl but first we're going to get into the little bullet points and little segments that I have at the beginning of the episode and yes it's maybe I'm too emotional from Olivia Rodrigo's song good for you um don't get me singing because I will start like <laughs> like singing Olivia Rodrigo and Taylor so I cannot sing whatsoever I've actually been wanting to take singing lessons which is quite random but I have been wanting to do that I may do that I want to try to get into more hobbies like tennis singing lessons learning an instrument different cool things like that also I want to be prepared for my um next year not next year but like my next let me say next semester of school um, it starts like in August and I'm actually quite nervous because if you didn't know I'm going into junior year and but I'm taking college level classes and so I'm a little bit nervous a little bit scared but like I feel like it's gonna be okay <laughs> because like um, I've never been a junior before obviously and so um, I don't want to like not know anything when I go into school like I'm not nervous about any subject except for algebra 2 because I had a lot of problems with algebra 1 and now that I have to go into algebra 2 this is low-key an issue but I'll take algebra any day over geometry geometry in sophomore year put me oh my gosh like mm -mm. it put me through like some real mm, some real stuff like it was just terrible and I just hated geometry and I mean while I am grateful that I am back in algebra <laughs> I'm doing algebra 2 um but I would take this any day over geometry but I'm gonna be like watching different lessons and different videos and stuff and just like getting different textbooks to kind of get me like a recap on how to do algebra because I went a whole year doing geometry and I don't really remember anything about algebra so I'm gonna be trying to reminisce some things from algebra one and then from like my other classes like I have to do chemistry I'm doing AP American Lit I'm doing college level um, US history I'm doing a bunch of classes so I'm just hoping that I can be able to get these things done and be able to be prepared for these things and not walk into the class like I don't know anything because I'm actually like this sounds weird but I'm actually a really smart person like in general not not just in school but really smart in general and so um my brain works a little bit slow sometimes that's what that's because like I 
I do so much during the day by the time like I'm done with school like everything else takes a back seat except for like my stuff with um my religion and stuff like that I like to do that first but I'm just really anyway like, I'm just getting so off topic I don't know why I do this every episode but I'm gonna get back into the episode so the first thing I'm gonna be talking about is the Monday motivation so you guys this isn't even Monday motivation why are we talking about this but Anyway, try to go see Taylor Swift at the Ares tour if you can. I went April 30th, 2023. Of course, I remember best day of my life. I loved it so, so much. My favorite era, the favorite outfit, like era vibe had to be Midnight's. I love that like shimmer dress looking thing she had on. And I really like the lover thing she had on at the beginning. It was so cool. And also, I'm so, so excited for Speak Now TV. Oh my gosh, you guys. Like, I already pre-ordered the CD. The second they, the second that she released it in May, I already pre-ordered the CD. I'm going to buy it on my phone as well because I do not have, like, a music subscription. I buy songs on iTunes and stuff like that. Long story. But um, I just do that instead <laughs> um, because I just do that. It's, I tell you guys, it's a long story. Like, I do not feel like explaining that right now. But... Um, I cannot wait to hear it. Like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited. I just, I love Taylor Swift. I'm such a big Swifty. I'm so excited to go and listen to Speak Now TV. I really want to have like a Speak Now TV listening party. Um, but one of the friends that I want to invite, she'd be on vacation when I do listening parties. That may not work, but I still could have it with some of my other friends. And I'm trying to think. I could do that, and I really do want to do um, a listening party when Olivia releases her new album. Not just her, like, new single, but when she does the album um, for the song Vampire. So I'm super excited for her album to come out soon. I'm a huge Olivia Rodrigo fan, too. Hence, the title is Maybe I'm Too Emotional. <laughs> um, story of my life. I'm kidding. <laughs> or am I? Um, but anyway, try to go see Taylor Swift if you can. She just released international dates, so a lot. Of, I know a lot of my... Um, followers and listeners and stuff are like international especially like my pinterest account there's this girl um named sienna she was talking to me on pinterest about how she should get tickets and i was like um i tried to help her to the best of my ability i don't know if i was any help i tried my best you guys (laughs) but because my mom pretty much bought the tickets i was just like involved with the process but she was like on there actually like doing the tickets on the website and stuff you know so Um, so that was a little bit difficult, but it was super fun to be able to go see her. And it's just like the best thing ever. Like the best era outfits had to be like 1989. I love that one. And then like her Midnight's outfit, of course. And I like the fearless look too. It was just so fun to, oh my God, the Enchanted Speak Now dress was so pretty. It was just so fun to be able to see her live. And I really recommend you guys go see her live if you can. Get on the Ticketmaster waitlist queue as soon as you can. I'm telling you, as soon as you can. Try to get your family on it too. So whoever gets in, um, or if you get in, then try to hurry up and pay on their account. Also, if you don't make it on the pre-sale or through Ticketmaster, you can just try to um, get resale tickets. But don't spend a lot of money on it because a lot of people jack up prices for resale tickets. If you're going to get tickets, um, I know it sounds like a really risky, but the tickets drop prices like an hour to two hours before the show starts. So like the tickets like drop dramatically. I'm talking like half off like an hour before the show and I know that's really risky and like you're getting ready and everything you do you, you haven't even secured your like tickets yet but I didn't do that my mom bought them like two weeks before the show even though we were in the pre-sale like before but I have like a whole episode talking about that but I'm just saying try to get the tickets to go see Taylor so if you can I have a whole episode on what you expect if you're going to the airs tour how to get the tickets literally everything it's on a podcast episode literally just called 
um, something about Taylor Swift era store. I can't even remember what I called it. It was like in April, but anyway, the fashion icon of the week is Taylor Swift Midnight's era. I had to bring it up again because I've been seeing it all over my Pinterest and I've just been so, so obsessed with it. Her outfits were so cute with the bejeweled look and all like the shimmer and all like the rhinestones. It was just so, so cute. I loved seeing it. Also, before she released Midnight's, the little outfits that she would wear to like different award shows for the All Too Well short film, All Too Well TV, were just so cute. I loved it so, so much. And I loved that encounter she had with Sabrina Carpenter. That was so long ago, but like I can't get over that. Like, you guys, it was so cute. And, like, the way, like, Sabrina Carpenter met her, now she goes on tour with her. Like, oh, my gosh, Taylor, like, come be my friend, you know? Like, it's just so ridiculous. Like, I'm like, Taylor, give me a hug or whatever. But she seems so nice. She seems so real. She seems so kind. She seems, like, genuinely, like, a really good person. And, you know, like, a lot of celebrities, they don't seem like really good people out, like, behind closed doors. But she genuinely seems like a very kind and nice person. I'm saying this as I'm looking up at her in my tapestry. <laughs> Sounds very weird. But, like, the tapestry, like, her eyes are, like, looking at you while I'm on my desk. And, like, in my bed, I see it. it's a little bit scary. But, it's fine because it's just Taylor. She's not going to like be mean to me or anything like that. But anyway, the quote of the week is believe in yourself and all that you are. Know that there is something inside you that is greater than any obstacle. That is from Christian D. Larson. And I love that quote so, so much because it just really helps you to believe in yourself. And it really just it's one of those good quotes um, that really help you get through your day. Like, you know, you can read a really good quote and it just like makes you productive for the rest of the day. Just like motivates you to get through that get throughout your day i just love different quotes like that that's really one of those for me here's my weekly recap what i've been up to this week i've been doing tons of shopping i'm telling you guys like when i say i'm a shopaholic i go shopping every single day i love shopping so so much and it it doesn't even help that my mom loves shopping too like she goes shopping every single day too so i go with her and it's just the funnest time ever i love bonding with my mom then my little sister comes too and so it's pretty fun to be able to hang out with my mom um but i've been wanting to redo my wardrobe recently so i've been able to get rid of a lot of clothes i have like a big bag like a big trash bag of clothes that i want to go to like give it to Plato's closet or whatever to go like sell or I could just get, give it away to like a thrift store like Goodwill or something. But I want to try to get some money for them first. But I'm just really excited because I've been buying so many new pieces for my closet to just redo my wardrobe. It's been the funnest time ever. I love shopping for a new wardrobe. I've been wanting to get more capsule wardrobe pieces to really embody that Sophia Richie, Matilda Jerv type of style and aesthetics. It's just been so fun. Also, I've been having to go to doctor's appointments, like I said, talking and socializing with my friends. I've been texting one of my new friends that I recently met, like, in January. So, it's really fun to be able to catch up with different friends that you haven't seen in a while. I also, one of the funnest things ever, are you guys ready? I'm actually, like, so stoked about this. So, if you didn't know, I had an iPhone X, which is, like, the iPhone 10. And so, I had that for a while. Then, all of a sudden, my parents come home with, like, a bag and my dad did this, um, but my mom was there too, obviously. And so my dad gave me this bag from like five below and he was like, oh yeah, I forgot to show you this. So I opened the bag and it was his iPhone 12 in there. Um, like without a case, anything it was completely wiped completely reset and had like he they had me like just a clear case to last me until I ordered my own phone cases. They had me like a, um, screen protector and everything in it and I was just like oh my gosh so you guys I have an iPhone 12 now I'm super happy I'm super excited and so my dad he always whenever he upgrades he always gives me his old phone he doesn't trade in he's so nice to be able to do that for me he's so kind not to trade in and just give me his old phone so uh, when he got his 12 he gave me his X, and then when he gave me his 12 just like 
last week he got a 14 pro max and so that is so cool i love the 14s like the new island and stuff but he gave me his iphone 12 and i'm just so happy about it i'm so stoked i recently got one of the phone cases in the mail i ordered some wildflower phone cases and from some from sheen i got some phone bling and stuff i'm super excited for all this stuff to come so yeah i'm absolutely obsessed with that um my taylor swift aerosaur shirt came in the mail so I'm, I'm just like loving i can't wait to wear it like every day everywhere and if you didn't know so when i was actually at the tour i got the tapestry for 45 but i remember this girl told me while i was there she was like you should wait to get the shirts like to get it off of like depop or etsy or something like something that's like not the official taylor swift merch because the actual shirt with my city and the truck it was like 60 bucks and it was like 40 to 60 bucks and i could have got i just got my tapestry for like 40 and so i was like i'll just get the tapestry and i'll order the shirt like on depop or etsy or something so i got my shirt today it came in the mail and i'm just so so excited i love it so so much it says the airs tour and it has like the whole airs tour logo on the front of it it's absolutely perfect love it so so much um and i need some good book recommendations and some new shows to watch because i know everybody watches gilmore girls but i want to watch like a show that's kind of similar to it but it's not gilmore girls so give me some recommendations if you have any you can dm them to me or put them like in the if you're listening on spotify there's like a um what is it called like a box you can talk to me in so please let me know also, my featured listener of the week is Sienna. I'm so, so happy. Sienna, be my best friend. I'm kidding. <laughs> no, but I'm serious because she's so nice. That sounds so weird, but I'm so dead serious. She is so, so sweet. She's so pretty. She's like a blonde. I've always wanted to be a blonde. You guys, like, she's so pretty. And her, what is, what is it? Her Pinterest account, my mind went blank for a second. Her Pinterest account is Miss Dior Blooming Bouquet. Um, I follow her so you can see her on there and she's always commenting on my stuff. She's super sweet and she literally checked up on me when I didn't release a podcast episode last week and she was just so kind. I just love her so, so much. I want to like um, hang out with her like and do fun stuff with her. She seems so fun to shop with and so fun to listen to Taylor Swift with. She seemed like she would literally go on a walk with you and listen to Taylor Swift and talk about the Eras tour. Like I need someone who would do that with me and she seems like the perfect person to do that with. She is so kind and stuff and she just seems so sweet so nice but yeah she's my featured listener of the week she's always listening to my episodes which means so so much to me but my journal prompt of the week is what am i doing when i feel the most like myself i actually did this prompt like 10 minutes ago and it's really helpful because i feel most like myself when i'm going shopping and picking out my own clothes and i'm trying on clothes that i like from different stores and like ordering things online i feel more like myself when i wear clothes that i feel really good in but let's get actually into the episode on dealing with anxiety and being sensitive as a teen girl so it's really like normal to be sensitive and have anxiety when you're a teenage girl because obviously like you're in school you have like hormonal changes you have academic stress social media influence so much stuff is happening in our lives not just even for like teenage girls but really just for anyone like there's so many things happening in the world that can really make you have anxiety and be sensitive like really sensitive as a teen girl and it's just so important to address these challenges and i'm going to be giving you guys some helpful strategies to cope with this and stuff of course this is not um replacing the work of a therapist or a psychiatrist of course if you feel like you need that go and talk to your parents about it and try to get in with a therapist or psychiatrist or psychologist and i really do recommend that but i'm just going to be giving you guys practical tips tricks and help for dealing with anxiety and sensitivity sensitivity as a teen girl in this world so um anxiety and sensitivity so there's a difference so when you're anxiety when you have anxiety you're really stressed about I won't say stressed but you're really cautious or overly cautious or just worried about a certain thing that can 
potentially have a solution, but your mind is so wrapped up in the problem. You know how sometimes when you have a problem and a solution, but your mind won't let you move on to the solution, it stays with the problem? So that's how it usually is when you have anxiety. You're so stuck in the problem, you can't look at the solution. You're so stuck in the negative, you can't look at the positive. And so also with sensitivity is when you, of course, it's okay to validate your emotions. Like you need to do that. That's a really good thing to do. But sometimes you get overly sensitive when you take too many things to heart. Even like the Bible tells us not to take everything to heart. And you can really like start to get your feelings hurt so much when you just take offense to everything. Even if it's constructive criticism, even if it's your mom just trying to make you a better person, you get so sensitive about it and you don't want to take any help from other people. That's like one of the main traits of perfectionists too. And it's really okay because you can really move on from that and get better and better each day. And so this can really manifest in teenage girls' hearts and minds and stuff like that. Try to be like, you know, people always be like, be the best version of yourself. But there's a difference between being the best version of yourself and being a perfectionist. So like, like I said, being perfectionist is trying to do the extreme everything. Things that are absolutely impossible, but you feel like you can do. And I'm not saying that try to believe in yourself and do more than what you know that you can do being perfectionist is like tearing yourself down and I completely understand that because I was perfectionist I understand what that means to be perfectionist so it's really hard to get through and um I may do an entire episode on perfectionism because it's really hard to get through especially as a kid and a teenager going through all the different things it's just so so like stressful being a perfectionist and that's why you don't have to be you don't have to be perfect to everything all you have to do is do your best especially in school you may feel the pressure to be better than everyone in your entire class but why not why can't I just do the best that I can so what if I'm like fifth in the class or whatever nobody cares like that like and you shouldn't care so much that you should go crying at home because you got a 70 on your math test at least you passed you know at least you tried your best so it just means so so much to try to not be perfectionist and try not to be sensitive or really sensitive over things potential causes and contributing factors to um having like bad anxiety is hormonal changes like i said societal pressure academic stress social media influence um peer pressure different things like that can really make it harder for you to cope with your anxiety also like there's a difference between occasional anxiety and chronic anxiety disorders a lot of people who have anxiety disorders but don't know that they have it is literally like if you um like even small things like you just had mental breakdowns about like even when somebody mentions something you feel like you're doing your best about it you have mental breakdowns about it but one you don't need to validate yourself to anybody except for yourself and people who are important to you and two it's okay it's like you have to look at the positive situations and like I don't mean to say it like I do all the time because I definitely have my moments where I don't look at the positive in every situation but it's really good to look at the positive in things because if you just look at the negative in things you're just manifesting negative things at this point point if you look at negatives and things all the time your whole life is going to be negative but if you look at positive your whole life is going to be positive so why not choose positivity you know people who just wallow in their sadness are choosing to wallow in their sadness and I know that truth hurts I mean but it's true you're choosing to wallow in your sadness when you can choose to be happy happiness is a choice and it's something that you mentally emotionally and just physically choose to do and of course um 
to make sure that I would not self-diagnose, but you should definitely, like I said, if you feel like you are having a chronic anxiety disorder and you feel like you're going through perfectionism like to the extreme, you should definitely talk to your parents about getting professional help from like a therapist, psychologist, psychiatrist, whatever you feel like you need. Of course, talk to your primary doctor first and they can try their best to help you with different things and try to give you um, referrals to different places that accept your insurance, different things like that. But part two, which is like section two, is recognizing signs and symptoms of anxiety and sensitivity, overall sensitivity. Oh my gosh, let me say this right. Over sensitivity. So like you are not just sensitive because being sensitive is okay, but you're like having too much sensitivity. You're taking offense to normal things, you know? So common signs and symptoms of anxiety and sensitivity can be just different things like like I said, perfectionism. If you somebody says one little insult to you, you just it's the end of the world for you. If somebody is like say somebody body shames you, you have it's the end of the world. I'm not saying that it's it's not okay to validate your feelings, but you have to, at some point in your life, you have to realize that other people's opinions don't matter. Everyone's going to judge you for everything you do in your life, so why not just do what you want to do? Everybody's going to judge you anyway, so why not do what you're, you want to do in general, you know? And just having that anxiety behind you all the time is literally like... Olivia Rodrigo's song, Jealousy, Jealousy. How she says, Jealousy started following me. It's like on Instagram when you when you see, like, at username, blah, 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 started following you. Jealousy will start to follow you. Anxiety will start to follow you. And it'll follow you through every single point in your life if you don't get rid of it, if you don't get help, and if you don't try to cope with it and try to get over it, you know? It can even take tolls on your physical self, like, even like if you feel like you're going through like depression, if you feel like you're going through really bad anxiety, it can make you have like a cold like year round. I remember I was like that when I had depression because it's like you feel like you know you're not like sick to the point where it's like my allergies or anything like that. Because I mean, my allergies don't like sprout that much in the winter time, but like I was literally sick all the time like a hay fever and it was just so terrible I was like why am I so sick but when you have depression when you're so sad all the time when you just feel like you're just taking so many hits so many tolls with your anxiety you physically get sick your stomach starts to hurt all the time you have really like bad gut problems because it all starts in your gut and so it's just so bad to be able to go through this and there's so many signs of anxiety like getting nervous all the time I'm talking like overly nervous, worrying about different things, not being able to see the positive of certain things, having mental breakdowns all the time. You get butterflies in your stomach or you feel like somebody's like in a trampoline in your stomach. You're getting migraines all the time. Like different things like that can really like crying all the time can really just be common symptoms, common factors of anxiety and oversensitivity. It can also take lots of emotional tolls on your brain and stuff like that. Like your brain at some point, if you don't fix this, if you don't get help, your brain is going to shut down. So you have to do your best that you can in order to try to get through this point in your life also self-awareness and reflection is really good to identify your personal triggers and different things like that different things that could trigger your anxiety could be taking a big test studying it could be going out in public wearing what you want to talking to people lots of different things can make you like trigger your anxiety and stuff like that it's really good to reflect and identify your personal triggers write them down in your journal because when you go see a therapist or if you talk to your parents about this they're going to ask you what are your triggers why do you think you're having this anxiety 
anxiety. So when you write down these different things that may be potential causes for your anxiety, you'll have an answer for them and you also have an answer for yourself. Also, mental health is so important. It's so like good to have open conversations with like your parents or with like your um Maybe your school counselors, I don't talk to my school counselors, but if you have a good relationship with them, then maybe your school counselors, your close friends, your family, your therapist, your psychologist, psychiatrist, different people like that. It's really good to have open conversations with them and know that they're just there to help you most of the time, especially trusted adults like your parents. They just want to help you. And so it's just really good to be able to open up to them and tell you how you tell them how you feel and like your anxiety how it's bothering you because they they're the people that can get you help they're the people that can help you the most through like professional help next is coping strategies for your anxiety and sensitivity and it's really important to get through this um especially with self-care because a lot of the different triggers for anxiety is burnout and so if you incorporate self-care in your life and spending time alone can really help you to get through this point in your life and try to like prevent burnout taking yourself on dates going to buy yourself flowers getting your favorite starbucks drink going for like a run outside and i'm not just saying exercising all the time but exercising releases endorphins those make you really happy and so exercising it doesn't have to be like lifting weights it can just be basic yoga basic pilates just 10 minute workouts from like poosh or like sammy clark or the pilates class different things like that that are simple that can really help you to release your endorphins and let me know like like have self-care be happy and stuff you can do your skincare routine you can watch Vogue beauty secrets hang out with people who make you feel your best have open conversations with your parents different things like this can really be different forms of self-care that isn't just taking a bath or like doing a body scrub or face mask self-care emotionally rather than physically can really help you with your anxiety and sensitivity establishing healthy routines your body loves routines when you wake up and go to sleep at a certain time every night your sleep schedule like will literally be so happy if you have a bad memory from anxiety all the time sleeping can really help you because that's the only time your body does not have to create memories it's the only time your body gets a break from creating memories so when you can go to sleep it helps you to you know, keep your long-term memories to help you to have a better established memory. Regular regular sleep patterns, like I was saying, physical activity, nutritious meals, eating good foods, like healthy foods. And we don't, like, here, here on the spill, oh my gosh, here on the spill of Vivian Rose podcast, we don't label foods as healthy. Healthy is a point of view but using the 80 20 rule can really help you to decide which foods are nutritious for you which foods are um what you want to be eating all the time so i'm not going to sit here and tell you what you need to be eating because i'm not trying to trigger any eating disorders for you guys but just really knowing what is good in your opinion can really help you because i'm not going to force you to eat anything that you don't want to eat also exploring different relaxation techniques such as deep breathing exercises you can find all these like on youtube podcasts meditation mindfulness you can try self-improvement books watch the wizard list really helps with that watching different doctors explain different things like that muscle relaxation stretching opening up your hips different things like that can really help you to relax and just meditate like and be in silence for like at least five minutes when you wake up and before you go to sleep can just really help you to sleep better and just give you that peace of mind that you've been looking for um different behavioral cognitive behavioral strategies that can really help is like reframe reframing your negative thoughts like instead of thinking so negatively all the time choose positivity have like your lock screen like say choose positivity or like put it like as your wallpaper on your laptop print it out put it on your wall put it anywhere you need to see it affirm it the second you wake up and the second you go to sleep to make sure that you are choosing positivity and not negativity 
challenging your irrational beliefs those irrational beliefs would be perfectionism when you're trying to like and you notice yourself trying to be perfect at something that you know you can't be perfect at stop yourself and try to pep talk yourself to knowing that i can't be perfect at everything because i'm not perfect no one's perfect so i'm going to do the best that i can different things like that can really help you with that and self-compassion learning to love yourself learning to appreciate yourself for who you are appreciating your body appreciating your brain appreciating your health can really help you to get through these different things like that um, you can do different creative outlets and self-expression and stress relief, such as writing. If you want to get everything off of your chest, off of your mind, you can just write everything down onto like your journal or something like that. Do poetry, write songs about it. You can draw, do your art. You can play an instrument. Different things like that can really get your brain off of anxiety and just really help you to put your brain and your mind on something more positive. There's also a lot of benefits with seeking professional help as well, such as therapy, counseling, different things like that. You can just ask your primary caretaker and your doctor and your parents about that can really help you with that. The last part, which is part four, uh, nurturing your emotional well-being. There's issues so important to build a supportive network of family and friends who understand and validate your emotions that you can have an entire friend group we all validate each other we all ask each other if we're doing okay we all check in on each other all the time and if we're not doing okay you're okay you feel all right to be able to tell that person how you feel you feel all right to tell that person what's going on and they can help you with that of course your friends are never going to replace professional help but they can help you to an extent they can motivate you more than your doctor would you know different healthy ways of managing your relationships and setting boundaries can really help as well the wizard list talks a lot about that and be able to use effective communication and just setting boundaries for yourself so nobody can overcross your boundaries um you don't have to like overshare things with different people also social media um can really take a, a toll on your mental health and setting boundaries with that too like maybe try to set time limits on different apps like tiktok pinterest of course like everything deserves a balance so like instagram um tumblr any social media that you use really any app in general deserves a balance so try to put different time limits on your apps if you feel like these are really like hurting you mentally if you're comparing yourself to too many people and you're just not being able to find that self-love in yourself try to set time limits and try to actually like learn to love yourself and I can do an entire episode on that if you guys want me to but the wizard Liz really talks about self-love and self-compassion I really recommend you listen to her and the busy yet pretty podcast with Jaden Haley I have different episodes too on self-love if you guys want to listen to that self-compassion and self-acceptance and embracing your unique qualities can really help you too with comparing yourself to other people knowing that even if somebody tries to copy you they can never be you because they don't have what you have that makes you truly you Different things like that can really help you with self-comparison and just being yourself and knowing that you're perfect just the way you are. Gratitude and positive affirmations and shifting your perspective from negative to positive can really promote your emotional well-being and really help you to be happier and choose happiness and just be a happy, peaceful, overall person in your life. So I really hope this episode helped you to get through your anxiety and give you practical tips and advice on being sensitive and and going through anxiety as a teenage girl please let me know what episodes you want to hear next and i really appreciate you guys listening to today's episode i really love you guys so so much and i cannot wait to talk to you guys next week don't forget to leave a review and rating over spotify and apple Podcasts. it really helps our podcast to grow to other teenage girlies who may need help and different mental health help so please share with your friends and leave a rating and review and i just appreciate that so so much i love you guys so so much and i will see you guys next week bye